the Now We're Talking podcast, where we attempt to review the entire UK series of Now That's What I Call Music in chronological order. I'm Harry. I'm Martin. And I'm Jacob. This week we'll be discussing Volume 7, Disc 2 of Now That's What I Call Music. Now we're talking... How are we going to do it? We're going to say, like, Now We're Talking, Now 7... Yeah, or something. Right, we're back. Right, so we left off in the 25th of November, 85. So this is what's happened to bring us up to when Now 7 was released. When was Now 7 released? The 11th of August, 86. <gasps> I was alive by then. So was I. Ah, yeah. there you go. We'd just, just been born. Well, that's, well, that's a few months ago. Well, so towards the end of 85, November 26th, Reagan, Ronald Reagan sold his autobiography rights to Random House for a record $3 million. $3 million? Yeah, $3 million. Yeah. <laughs> December 16th, Mafia bosses Paul Castellano and Thomas Bellotti are shot dead in front of Sparks Steakhouse, making John Gotti the head of the Gambino crime family. Was that run by the pop group Sparks? Yeah, when you said in front of Sparks, I was like, oh, they shot in front of the band Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that up for the ball for us? Yeah, yeah, they had a stay they had their own steakhouse. Yeah. The angry oh man God. used to play piano. <laughs> <laughs> Steak is with some of stick now. December the 27th, old Diane Fossey, Gorillas in the Mist Lady, was found murdered by, I think, Poachers did it, I think, don't they? So. Gorillas, mate. She should never have trusted him. I don't think Gorillas would have shot her. Just <laughs> If they got a gun, they probably would. Yeah. They should be messing about with it. <laughs> Uh, so in 1986, January 20th, Channel Tunnel announced. Announced. But not finished. Wow, that took a bit of time, didn't it? Yeah. That old tunnel under the... Yeah, because I remember that getting finished. Yeah. So it must have been. It was like 97 that was finished. Ah, no, was it? I guess it's quite a big well, task. It is a lot to do, yeah. Wow, you tunnel got, under the sea. You've got to hold out... Holding back the ocean. No, it's the North Sea, isn't it? Holding back the sea. Yeah. yeah. January 28th, Space Shuttle Challenger disaster. That was a disaster. Yeah. February 25th, Gorbachev announced Glasnost and Perestroika. Uh, yeah. We learned about them at school. They were another one of those 80s uh, pop duos. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was it. Stock Aitken and Waterman did that, not yeah. February 28th, Swedish Prime Minister Olof Palme is assassinated on the way home from the cinema. What did he go see? I don't know. Can't be very good though, can it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, March 25th the 58th Academy Awards in America <laughs> don't know why that's the music from Theme Park <laughs> yeah yeah that's from <laughs> yeah so yeah Academy Awards Best Picture Out of Africa directed by Sidney Pollock never seen it no I've not Best Actor William Hurt with uh, from Kiss of the Spider Woman that classic Oh, Kiss of the Spider Woman. It's good. This sounds like a fucking B movie from like the 50s or 60s or something. Yeah. Curse of the Giant Spider Woman! <laughs> <laughs> Some like fucking horror, bad, like, effect monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best actress Geraldine Page for 
The Trip to Bountiful, another one I've never where, heard Where of. were all the films in this year? Yeah. Apart from Highlander. The most important one, the one we want to know about is Best Song, in it. Say You, Say Me from White Knights, which was written by... Mr. Lionel Richie. Oh, Lionel yeah. Richie. Nice yeah. move Richie. as Oscar winner. If he was a chocolate bar, he'd be a galaxy. <laughs> April 13th, first child born to an unrelated surrogate mother. Wow. Playing God. Is it you? <laughs> yes. April 14th, f- one kilogram hailstones killed 92 people in Bangladesh. Wow. Yeah. Scary, isn't it? Yeah. April 26th, Chernobyl disaster. That'd April went, one, 26th. Yeah. yeah. I was born, and four days later, shit really kicked off. Yeah. It was my latent well, I was powers. Born, and three days later, it kicked yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, it was the combined. <laughs> so I was even closer. Yeah. But it's now 32 years later, and Stuff's actually lives in Chernobyl now. There's actually, like, some people that still live there, and there's, like, plants that are growing and that. Yeah. What, like, mutants? Yeah. Wow. Uh, April 27th, Captain Midnight interrupts the HBO satellite feed Uh, feed to to protest about the price of it, which was $12.95 a month, which is fucking expensive for 1986, isn't it? For one TV channel. You can get Netflix for that. May 2nd, first episode of Takeshi's Castle. (laughs) May 25th, Hands Across America. Five million people held hands from New York to Long Beach, California. Yeah, and what did it do? Fuck all. Uh, no, it raised money for hunger and homelessness. Oh, we don't yeah, have them anymore, do we? Take it back. <laughs> June 22nd, Maradona's Hand of God knocked hey, England out of the World Cup. Classic. And on the, the next day, Prince Andrew celebrated by marrying Fergie or Sarah Ferguson. That ended well, didn't they? From the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She embarrassed everyone at the royal reception when she got up on the mic and started talking about her humps, a lovely lady. Singing about London Bridge. Yeah. I'm such a lady, but I dance like a hoe. Wanna see me get down on the floor? Right. Hatches, matches, and dispatches. Right. Hatches. 1985. December. Frankie Moon is. Oh, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. And John Moxley slash, uh, what's his chops? Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose at WWE. Yeah, uh, still December 85, Lady Sovereign, December 19th. And into 86, and we've got January 86, we've got footballer James Milner. We've got musician Alex Turner. Sexy, lovely Rachel Riley. And oh. uh, lovely Dame she Jessica Ennis Hill as well. I always, it's really stupid, but I always think, like, because as a young man, you know, I noticed that women usually went out with older men. So, like, when I find out that, like, well, when I, you know, you find out that Rachel Wright is the same age as you, for some reason I just think, oh, in with a chance. Because if I'd ever have a shot with Rachel Riley, like, just because, <laughs> hey, Rachel, you know what? Did you know we're, we're the same age? <laughs> yeah. Get into my what? bed. You know? <laughs> She's married now, isn't she? Yeah, ringing, no thing, mate. Yeah. Uh, February 86, Charlotte Church, March 86. Biggie Langston, WWE wow. wrestler, singer Lady Gaga, yeah. German goalkeeper Manuel Neuer. Oh my Neuer. god, is Lady Gaga the same? I hate finding out this, actually. She's <laughs> done way more than I have. She's probably younger. Do we know the exact day Gaga was born? March 28th. Oh no, she's she's older, she's older. It's fine. Yeah, but I haven't <laughs> done shit with my life. 
<laughs> She's Lady Gaga, for God's sake. April 86, Amber Heard, May 86, Robert Pattinson, Seth Rollins, the wrestler, Hornswoggle, Jumeron. No, he's from wrestling. Yeah, all right. Cool. Midget wrestler guy. June 86, DJ Scream from the uh, from the dubstep and stuff. Yeah, that's how I know DJ Scream. I think it, I he's a big dubstep guy. From the, like from the dubstep. He's from the dubstep. Got Raffin Nadal and the Olsen Twins. Ah. That is... Well, they were both born in the same year. Yeah, they were born in June 86. Well, the same month? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, because they're twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could have been born at the stroke of midnight and New Year's so born a different year and month and day <laughs> uh, matches got uh, December the 6th 85 Sylvester Stallone Bridget Nielsen them kids not to be outdone April April 86 Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver they're still together aren't they are they fuck are they I think so mm-hmm. I haven't fact checked it but my head's going that's true yeah May 10th, 86, Tommy Lee and Heather Locklear. Ah. Uh, uh, uh. June 4th, Bob Dylan and Carolyn Dennis, one of his backing singers. And June 21st, Bob Geldof and Paulie Yates. Geldof, turned out so well. All the Bobs getting married. And August the 1st, John McEnroe and Tatum O'Neill. don't know who Tatum O'Neill is. Oh, child actress. She's, is she? She had a thing with Jackson, I think. Oh, right. Not many people do. No, I've watched. I've seen. Uh, I've seen videos of Jackson, right, where he's like doing signings, and he's like blatantly asking women up to his hotel room and stuff. There's a bit when he's in the car and this fan's going like, ah, I'm trying to get in, and the security are trying to get her off. And Michael's like, no, no, and he winds down his windows, and like she goes, oh, I just want to hug Michael, and he goes, I'll do more than hug you. So like he did. He, he wasn't this ace. Oh, yeah. I shake your hand as well. He had a car, He used to call. Yeah, he was really. Uh, <laughs> he was really into the ladies, old Michael. Oh. Dispatches, January fourth. Phil Linnett, who's been on the oh, now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. His uh, his mum still goes to his grave every day and says she loves him and what a stupid boy he was for taking drugs. Does she? Mm. Bloody hell! You don't want to hear well, that every day, do you? Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> he injecting in between his toes and no one knew because they couldn't see any marks or anything? Oh. January 24th, L. Ron Hubbard. Hey! Oh. <laughs> Probably on his boat living as tax exile. Yeah. Yeah, and May 86, Formula One driver Elio De Angelis was killed. Did he die in Formula, Formula One? One? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, during that? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I might have not been a Formula One race, but it was racing. <laughs> Let's talk about the first track on this disc, which is Edge of Heaven by Wham. Edge of Sorry, by Wham. Wham! I forgot the exclamation mark. Yeah. Wham! A Wham! Another Wham song I've never heard before. It's good though, isn't it? Uh, I liked it. It was alright. It kind of had a little callback to Wake Me Up Before You Go Go with that little doom, 50s doo wop bass thing. It's been going around my head. It's not as good as Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. Well, no, it's nowhere near as good as Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. But it is, pre- I think it's pretty good. It's alright. It didn't catch my attention. I think I was a little bit disappointed because 
the first song on a disc is usually a real banger. And uh, this, this felt like a little bit of a letdown compared to some of the first first disc songs you've had before. Yeah, but it's the second disc. Oh, but yeah, but even the second disc is usually a lot shitter. But they still <laughs> always put like a good song as the first track. Yeah, I think you need to give it another I chance. Didn't think it was awful. It's sort of like a. Minor I don't think key, it's awful, but it's sort of the minor key sequel to. Wake me up before yeah. you go, go, innit? Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> and, you know, you can tell it isn't a classic. I've never fucking heard of it until now. Well, he was sort of about done with Wham at that point. That was like the last Wham single. He was ready to go off on his solo thing. So, like, the lyrics are quite sexual, but he thought no one was really listening to Wham's lyrics. Obviously, he was. Yeah. He didn't feel was, his artistic needs were being met in Wham! And he had to split the money with the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> guy. I was listening to the track thinking, what did he do? Did he do that? Boom. Did he do that? Did he do little vocals? Did he. I don't know, he just. He mimes electric guitar while George like works in the studio. That's what he does. Perhaps he just comes in and is like, let's listen to what you've done, George. Oh, yeah, that's good. I'm going to like help this by not doing anything more to it. <laughs> yeah. Because if I do, I'm just going to, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was that was Richie's uh, skill. He had a real light touch when it came to, <laughs> when it came to songwriting. You know? Oh yeah, that's really good actually. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I won't even need to do anything on that one. I tell you what, we'll put a cowbell on it. <laughs> no, actually, no, no. It's fine as it is. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what he did on it, but Elton John played the old ivories on did it. Did he? Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, I suppose. So I guess were John and John and George mates then? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they did Don't Let the Sun Go Down on me together, I remember. Ah, uh, yeah. I guess they were meets through and through. Yeah, yeah, they used to go to like the beaches together with their like African dancing men. Banana <laughs> 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 Weren't Elton John and Freddie Mercury really good mates as well? I don't know. Yeah, I think they were. <laughs> I think they're both sort of similarly flamboyant yeah. performers who like to party. Certainly, they and were both well into coke. And they pretended they were straight for quite a long time. Well, I was reading about this. George wasn't sure, so he was sort of attracted to women and then and then he gradually sort of realised that he was gay over time. So he did have some relationships with women. Yes, it was marketed as Wham's farewell single, this one, wasn't it? Mm, really? It had a little goodbye at the How end of the video. How long was Wham about for then? Like a couple of years ago? So yeah. I'm not going about long. What was their Wham? first one? I don't know. Did Andrew, whatever his face is, try and have a solo career? Andrew Ritchie. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I, I imagine he did, but I don't know about it. They're all just pop instrumentals. <laughs> the boy <laughs> backing track and went, you maybe could sing over this. And he's like, no, that sounds really good as it is. Yeah, leave that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know it's a Wham song, though, don't you? Listen to oh, it, yeah. Well, that's Wham, isn't it? Well, I don't know. You could say that's Wham or George Michael because they're just essentially the same thing. But yeah. some songs were released under the name Wham. And some <laughs> yeah, there was an overlap. Careless Whisper he brought that's out, right. but that was sometimes credited to Wham and sometimes to him, but it was supposed to be a solo single. Yeah. Let's face it, you listen to it and you're like, yeah, George is the star here, really. Yeah, it's a bit like the... What was the Genesis song that was on the last disc? Oh, yeah, that we weren't sure if it was Genesis or Phil Collins. Invisible Touch, yeah. Oh, yeah. The video's oh, a bit like that. It's like they're sort of performing it, but they're mucking about because it's the last one. They're just mucking about. Oh, take it serious. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's all in black and white. And they say a little goodbye. Bye, everyone. To the fans. Well, well they don't yeah. say it. Yeah, it's like written good. on the screen. Oh, it'd be good at the end if you just went, stop the music. Stop the Bye, everyone. Yeah, because you would have like heard Andrew originally like speak or do like do something. That would have been interesting to see <laughs> that. 
It was an Irish number one. Really? Yeah, they loved, they, they loved the time the I guess, wham. They love Farewell the single, they're going to sell regardless. Yeah. In New Zealand, they said, yeah, yeah we like that, mate. That's, uh, that's all right. Uh, I'll give it a number three, mate. A number three? Yep. And in America, they said, yeah, it's not too bad. I don't mind it. I'm not too sure about that guy, though. What's his, uh, <laughs> what's his deal with his feathery hair? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number 10 boy 10 yeah, wow yeah. wham we're even doing big in America yeah yeah because normally they're not sort of like as into like the Queen stuff and the, yeah, the British really you know it's not country music enough yeah their fourth UK number one uh, was preceded by a song that's coming up in a few short songs time I'll tell you that when it comes up and it was succeeded by Papa Don't Preach oh that is yeah. good yeah by Madonna holds Papa Don't Preach I wish we had Papa Don't Preach on, on the now I guess we don't yeah. get well Probably. you don't get much Madonna yeah we don't she's already had in this <sighs> era there's been Holiday and Lucky Star and Borderline into the groove yeah but I think she's on Sony though isn't she yeah, yeah I like one of them ones well I don't really like that many Madonna songs but Papa Don't Preach is a, is a real good one. I had Madonna's Immaculate Collection, and I didn't realise, I only clocked the pun a couple of years ago. It's quite clever, really. Madonna, Immaculate Conception. Oh, right. Immaculate Collection. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's Immaculate because it's really good. Yeah. But is it really good? <laughs> Most of it's quite good. I'm not a massive Madonna fan because, you know, if I'm going to listen to pop music, like the least I want them because it's like not often that interesting you've got to like be a really good singer because then at least you can go oh they're good I like listening to them sing because they're really good she's not a very good singer all her songs but that's are really why like Britney's really good a man instead of a Britney man uh, yeah probably because like Britney's mental I would <laughs> <laughs> did it crack the Kent probably well let's ask him farewell to him hello boys how's it going it's David Kent David Kent uh, I always forget his name, is it? Is it? Yeah, it's David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember because we got it wrong at one point. He made me doubt myself. Yeah. I wasn't too sure what the name was there for a minute, but it <laughs> is David. You have been hitting the drink hard, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I have been hitting the drink. Well, you know, the Socceroos got knocked out of the World Cup, didn't they? Socceroos. Devastated. Old Tim Cahill couldn't manage to get us up there and uh, yeah, got knocked out in the groups, mate. Got it. But, wait, but you're still guided? Surely that was ages ago you got knocked out in the groups. Yeah, but then England got really fast and made it worse. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you know, it was all right, this one. I'll give it a number two. Two? Yeah. And. Because there's two of them in West. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty high praise. Owen Paul, my favourite waste of time. Yeah, who is Owen Paul? <laughs> he, oh, he. There's lots of stuff about him. Do you want to go into that? How I was just going to say he he is a one hit wonder. Oh. Yeah, I just found a picture of him. He looks a bit like Robert England, the guy who's Freddy Krueger. He's oh, made yeah. <laughs> he's made two memorable television appearances, and the second has he was he was a neighbour of the Osbournes because in Ozzy and Sharon. Oh shit! Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> he was the person. <laughs> That Ozzy and his family threw yeah. the food at. Yeah. Really? But for playing music in his and garden. And she said it looks like your wife's something or other as well. But where did he get the money to live with there? 
Well, it I, was his I, mates. No, it was his mates' house. His, oh, okay. his mates' oh, house. Right. They're in the garden, and they didn't like it. Oh, the Osborns, yeah. and they threw yeah. meat. Sharon threw meat. Yeah, I remember when they were throwing meat over a garden, and then he put like and... Meshuggah on or Nile or something to like piss him off. And Kelly woke up and shouted at him. So yeah, they all shouted. Everyone was shouting. <laughs> the Osborns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, you're all fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly was like, "You're such a fucking douchebag. You have got a lovely voice. <laughs> <laughs> fucking douchebag." Because um, that that was actually set mad. up in by Selector. That incident. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he he ran a West End theatre in London's Leicester Square for over ten years. Oh. Uh, he also toured and recorded with Mike and the Mechanics. Wow! And Scottish supergroup Four Good Men. Where Mike and Four the Mechanics? Four Good Men. He also became the lead vocalist for X Simple Mind, which I assume was people who used to be in Simple Minds. Weird. And also in late 2012, he appeared on BBC One's Watchdog as part of their Rogue Traders team. And this song wow, he does it all. <laughs> and also, this song was featured in a Coco Pops, Coco Rocks commercial in yeah. 2008. Yeah, this Coco is all Rocks far more interesting than the song. I, mean, I didn't mind the song at first, but the chorus really outstays its welcome for me. Yeah, it made me laugh when I first heard him singing the chorus. I was like, wow, stupid lyrics. But yeah, it wasn't particularly great with it no Coco Rocks famously uh, another word for crack cocaine yeah (laughs) (laughs) got two choices there haven't you you could either like quickly change the name just quickly change it just quickly or go like no I don't care it can be kids don't know about street names for drugs (laughs) I'm reclaiming it I'm reclaiming it for chocolatey cereals yeah I think it's probably a better thing to do is reclaim it yeah or pick one of the other million <laughs> options of names that you could have called it that wasn't a street name for a drug yeah you know you could have called it Bolivian Marching Powder. It's <laughs> <laughs> right, cereal. It's just called like <laughs> the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this sort of quite privileged young white males and females frolicking on a beach in the video, sort of him having a nice beach party, mm. falling off of some things and, and then the Osborne. Yeah, the meat right comes flying over. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that bloody shit off your mind. What is that? Oh, can't fucking listen to it. <laughs> it's oh. not his own uh, song, though. It's a cover of a Marshall Crenshaw song. Oh, Marshall Crenshaw? Yeah. yeah. That hitmaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good name, though. Yeah. Marshall Crenshaw. This It was a, a UK number three. And that was his only entry into the Now series. This is a polymath. And by the looks yeah. of it, he could be cast in a sort of Nightmare on Elm Street remake of Freddy Krueger. Pop star, session musician, investigative journalist, <laughs> meat recipient. <laughs> all in one man. <laughs> My new band, meat recipient. Meat recipient, that's a good band name. I think we've said that so many times in making these podcasts. Someone's like, says that's a good band name. I know, I just say it all the time. <laughs> people are always saying stuff that's a good band name. Well, from one good band name to another.
Amazulu. Amazulu. Say good to be forgotten. Was this the one, if I remember correctly, that was like a reggae? Yeah, like yeah. yeah. I quite enjoyed it. But do you know what Amazulu means? No. It's not a portmanteau of Amazon and Zulu, like I thought it was. It's just Zulu for Zulu. Zulu for Zulu. Yeah. I'd only heard of Amazulu before because they were on an episode of The Young Ones. Oh, right. oh were they? Yeah, I just yeah. Claire Kenny from Amazulu, who's the bassist, has also been bassist for Shakespeare's sister, Orange Juice. Indigo Girls, Sinead O'Connor, Andrea Kaur, Hank Wangford, Edwin Collins, Astrid Camera, Roddy Frame, and Brian Eno. Did you say Hank Wangford? Hank Wangford. Hank Wangford, that's amazing. Yeah, Hank Wangford. They started off as a six-piece, five women and one man. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good to me. And then by the time they brought this one out, they were a trio, a trio of ladies. Trio! It's a bit of nice fluff, isn't it? Yeah, I quite like this. I enjoyed it. Jolly little ditty. Yeah, <laughs> good percussion, some good yeah. sort of like rototons or something in there. Yeah, they had, had some cardboard palm trees and some like little island kids in the video, just dancing about. Just have to dance about some island kids dancing about. Why not? It was a number 39 in New Zealand. Significant. Where'd it go to in Significant? It was like a rural <laughs> okay. New Zealand, New Zealander. And uh, a number six in Ireland. We love that Amazulu. Oh, you fucking love everything in Ireland. <laughs> and uh, UK number five. Number That's five. Ten hit for the old girls. Did they have any other songs, Amazulu? Uh, no, this is it. That's their last one. Okay. Yeah. We won't be hearing from the Amazulans again. Oh, to the spirit in the sky. That's where you're gonna go when you Track four is Doctor and the Medics with Spirit in the Sky. It's not as good as Gareth Gates, is it? Was it Gareth Gates who did the cover of this? It is as good as Gareth Gates. No, Gareth Gates, he he took this song and he made it even better with his terrible voice. No, no, I just It's a bit of a weird song for the early 80s. It's like a glam throwback, isn't it? Yeah, it does sound a bit I mean, I think it's probably a good song. I've just heard it loads. And, yeah, I'd, you know. Yeah, I think I felt the same. I was sort of listening to it. And I was like, "Yeah, this is quite good." This not the original, though, is it? No, the original was by uh, Norman Greenbaum. Came out in '69, I believe. Wow. And it makes several reference to Jesus, although Greenbaum is Jewish. Oh. It's the second most requested song to play at memorial services. Really? Do you know what the first is? Uh. uh. Not going to be on a now. Candle in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Danny Boy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of referenced in Chumbawamba, isn't it? What is? Danny Boy is, is half referenced in Chumbawamba tump, tub thumping, but I don't think the actual song. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah, my, it's what my mother-in-law wants at her funeral. Oh, tough throw it in the sky. Oh, okay. Now, now I get to tell her. <laughs> You're gonna say tough thumping. Now I get to great. Now I get to tell her that she's unoriginal. He drinks a whiskey drink. He drinks a lager drink. He drinks a soda drink. You go in, watch in the coffin disappear. Whiskey drink. Yeah, this song's been covered by people as diverse as Elton John, Bauhaus, Fuzzbox. And Nina Hagen, not the one that did 99 Red Balloons, the other German Nina that's a pop star. Okay, and it was Gareth Gates, wasn't it? Not Will Young. 
yeah, yeah, I can yeah, never remember. I remember what each looked like, but I can't remember songs. Yeah, this is one of those ones that's been number one like quite a few times with different people. Oh, because and it was sampled in Goldfrapp's Ooh La La. Ooh. Wasn't that wasn't the Gareth Gates version of this just exactly the same? But they had the Kumars from '62 or whatever it was called. Yeah. The video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God. Uh, yeah. And then the video was out him, and they were all like, "Oh, he's trying to sing." It's all like, "Oh, who are these guys?" <laughs> yeah. God, I fucking hated that show. <laughs> And I hated uh, him as well, so the combination what? of the two. Oh, right, yeah. Gareth Gates. Anyway, rubbish. That's Spirit in the Sky. Yeah. You got a friend in Jesus. Doctor E's got some hell of a hair and eyebrow combo going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very glam, these, these lads. Bit of the old black and white psychedelic uh, sort of set, and they're just playing the song. Okay. On the old video, he's climbing up the wall a bit. So, you know, that's a nice use of effect isn't it yeah making a set that's on its side that you <laughs> so it looks like you're climbing up the wall this one was a number one in, in the UK uh, it's preceded by the chicken song by Spitting Image ah. wow yeah I don't know if I've yeah. heard the chicken song <laughs> and yeah as I said earlier or as I was going to reveal it was succeeded by the edge of heaven by Wham that's so, interesting yeah. Spirit in the Sky Edge of Heaven oh yeah, yeah. chicken song Chicken song. <laughs> 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 There's a conspiracy in there somewhere if I spend enough time obsessing about it. It was uh, an Irish, they said, I love it! Number one! Of course they did. <laughs> Woo! And uh, New Zealand, they said, yeah, it's pretty good, mate. Number two. And the first first one for Canada! Hey! It was brilliant! I loved it! Number one! Here was an American number 69, boy. We like doctors but and also medics. But we don't like having them in the sky. We don't like having them in the sky. All right, boys, there's David Kennedy. There's a number three from me, mate. Number three? Number God three, yeah. Ken, what's happened to you? Yeah, oh, just You, just, you used to hate all songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, mate, it's a classic, isn't it? You can't really, uh, yeah, can't really argue Yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> Is Venus by Banana Rama? Yeah, Banana Rama Rama, Banana Rama Rama Rama, Banana Rama Rama Ding Dong. Yeah, I quite like this song. I don't really know Banana Rama Rama, even though I've heard of them lots. Well, they lived above the Sex Pistols rehearsal space. Really? Where Avid follows a punk and post-punk song from Property backing vocals for the jam and Iggy Pop, which is why it's quite surprising. This is. Produced by Stock Aitken Wharton, and I've started to get their crazy oh, fingerprints on the chart. For high NRG. Bananarama were a trade out song. We also did um, uh, Ain't What You Do. Yeah. That's where you do it. You know that one? Possibly three. Yeah, I remember. I was sort of aware of oh, this yeah. song and that song was there, but I don't really know what they look like. We've had a, a lot of covers, and this is another cover, this one. Is it? Of uh, an obscure band from the 60s called Shocking Blue. Oh, yeah. Who also wrote they were the Dutch. song Love or Dutch, yeah. Who wrote the song Love Buzz, which Nirvana covered on their first album. Oh. Two well known songs. I quite like it. It's completely 
associated in my mind with a shaving advert now. They did a, an yeah. advert for a woman's razor. Yes. That used it. Called the Venus. Yeah. Mm. She had like a really large grip. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like the things you can give babies. Was it pink? Like a baby well, spoon. It was pink. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Women can't shave. Women can't operate objects that aren't pink. Yeah. Everyone knows that. It's like that. Um, it's like the dick. Yeah, the dick for her. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Big for her. Yeah, it's exactly like it. You can't use a man's shape razor to shave something. You need a special pink one with a big handle because you're a woman. <laughs> so stupid. Stupid. But it's, I, I like the song. Yeah. 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 Right. I like the it's song. got the nice bass in it. Yeah. The production's not too sterile. But I feel like yeah, it's probably one of the highlights of Stock Aitken and Waterman because most stuff I remember hearing that songs by that they've done are just pretty, pretty terribly bland. Well, respectable. You're like yeah, respectable. Exactly. No, not really. Respectable. Who? What's that? That's, that's Tay 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 Tay. Oh right, yeah, yeah. No, that's probably the, my favourite one. <laughs> they do like they did the early Kylie stuff. Yeah, and Jason, Jason Donovan. Donovan. Yeah, they do loads of stuff. I'm sure they're going to prop up again. They, I think they did uh, Never Gonna Give You Up as well, didn't they? Rick Astley. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it. That's probably the best one actually. I do quite like that. <laughs> I want to hear you sing the chorus of Venus, but as Rick Astley. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. It's getting hard though because it's not the sort of thing that you'd see. Yeah, he wouldn't. He's trying to think how it has to be. She's got it. (laughs) Oh, baby, she's got it. I'm never gonna have the Venus. Never gonna have a fire. Never gonna build desire. Never gonna, never gonna. <laughs> He'd put some of them in. Perhaps that's, that's why Rick Astley only ever like, had two successful singles that he just seems to sing over and over is because his voice only suits two songs. He <laughs> <laughs> can't um, sing anything else. But well done on him for you know finding his niche and exploiting it. <laughs> the video's got it's a little bit naughtier than the old uh, Robert De Niro. That was just sort of them in their flat or something. Oh, really. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, Robert De Niro. Cool, that's rubbish. Yeah, this is better than that. Yeah. yeah, this is sort of them like dressed in like, naughty. The devil's in it mm. and stuff. It's all flames. Yeah, I remember this video. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit more, bit, bit more edgier. Was this covered as well edgier in right? the 90s or something? Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, actually, this Shocking Blue cover, uh, the Shocking Blue version, number one in nine countries. Is it? Yeah. yeah. And this was... Bananarama, only number one in seven countries. But did it make a clean sweep of the English-speaking countries, uh, minus South Africa, because... Too infrequent. I've heard a lot of criticism levelled at South Africa in the 80s, but um, being infrequent wasn't one of them. <laughs> Infrequently <laughs> That's charting. why that cricket team went there or didn't go there, and that's why everyone was outraged, because they like, didn't publish their charts often enough. In Ireland, they said, oh, I don't know, it's Venus, it's all right, it's not my favourite planet. My favourite planet is Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> Number luck. 12. Wow, yeah, only 12. Yeah. In uh, America, they said, hey, howdy, partner, we like bananas, we like rams, and we like Venus. <laughs> Number one. Really? On the billboard, yeah. Wow. In the UK, we said, yeah, we'll support our girls, yeah, yeah. Number one in America, is it? Yeah, right. Number eight, mate. Number yeah. eight. 
Traitors. <laughs> Fuck off to America, right? <laughs> yeah. New Zealand, they said, yeah, we love that, love that shit, number one. <laughs> <laughs> Canada, they say, hey, it's alright, I told you, man, it's okay. I put it number four, alright? <laughs> <laughs> alright? Yeah. And uh, Ken, well, mate, of course, I bloody love this. Yeah. Number one, mate. Fuck number it, one. Ken. <laughs> yeah, number one on the Ken. <laughs> I love those girls. <laughs> I wouldn't mind to tell you. Just never know what he's going to do, do you, that Ken? Wild card. Yeah. (laughs) One day he's like 89, and the next day he's like, oh, one. Well, he's a sucker for a pretty face, isn't he? Yeah, I love them young ladies. That's a sexy video. Oh, yeah, mate. I'm a leg man. (laughs) Especially when he's had uh, had himself a Bucks Fizz. Yeah. Zing. Yeah. with their song New Beginning Brackets Mamba Sarah Mamba bum 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 Do you know who wrote this song? <laughs> no Mike Myers Really? Not that Mike oh, Myers oh, Different Mike Myers And also not the Mike Myers Michael Myers from Halloween oh, oh. <laughs> It would have been great if if Mike Myers had written it, because then it would have a video where Mike Myers plays seven different characters, including one in a fat suit. No, he didn't used to play seven different characters in his earliest works. No, he went on a bit of an Eddie Murphy on, trajectory. On World. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Brooks Fizz, right? I saw this uh, documentary on the TV several years ago. What happened with Bucks Fizz, right, is there was a version of Bucks Fizz. Someone left, so they got in David Van Day from uh, Dollar, with another pop band. He joined. But then they split and David Van Day got one of the original members in. So there were two versions of Bucks Fizz, each with an equal number of uh, original members. And this whole documentary was like this whole bitter court case going on for years over the rights to use the name Bucks Fizz. How does the car crash come into this? Car crash? Or the plane crash or whatever. One of them gets like paralysed in the plane crash or something. I don't know about that. That wasn't in the documentary. No, no, no. They were... It was so bitter and so childish and they were, they were just fighting for this. It's a protracted court battle, right? And this court battle must cost them millions. It's like costing them loads of money, loads of efforts, consuming their entire lives. It's rivalry. And both of them are just playing gigs at like the end of Yarmouth Pier and it's really tight. You know, they're playing to like 10 people. It's like, is this really worth fighting for? Bucks Fizz were the ones that had the skirt, right? Yeah, the skirt yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's worth fighting for, isn't it? Because I think it's yeah, but not for like banana rubber and Bucks Fizz in my head. Yeah. And like, yeah. just thought the same thing, really. Like, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. Banana rama is probably a cocktail as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> everything banana. Too much banana of anything. I kind of felt like this song was trying to go for a bit of a Graceland thing, you know, oh, let's put some African singing on it kind of thing. Right. But I don't think it's as good as anything off Graceland. Oh, it's more interesting than making your mind up, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's a great little song. Where's, where's the skirt pull? Could you hear any skirts being pulled up? <laughs> so, when you're well, listening there's to some, it. Like, there's, some, there's some pretty funny, like, doing too much leg, like double time on the leg movement, sort of dancing, African dancing in the uh, in the video. 
you know they've got sort of artistic African dance going on but they're doing their legs too much they're doing their legs like it was river dance or something fusion mate that's dance fusion river dance slash modern <laughs> contemporary yeah like a modern contemporary and tap you know it's taking place in the industrial side of Crystal Mates so that's quite cool yeah yeah. Is Mumsy there? No, she wasn't in the industrial zone, was she? <laughs> no, no, she was in the medieval zone. <laughs> Who thought she could, you know, she'd spend some time in all the zones? Yeah, I thought it was alright, you know, I like the samba drums and that. Yeah, it was alright. I'm big. I wasn't expecting this sort of thing from Bucks Fizz. Expecting something a bit more sort of. To be fair, every time I listen to this disc, I've just pretty much been sitting there waiting for uh, when the gun and go through to come on, because <laughs> I just fucking love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> sitting there like oh, oh, oh is, it, is it coming up next uh, this is their, their last uh, top 40 single as well mm. yeah I don't know which lineup of Bucks Fizz it is I think this is before the split is it Bony uh, M that like pretty much there's like five different Bony M's or something yeah. I think I saw S Club 7 are doing a show in like Galston soon or something that's where Hannah's from but mm. but Hannah's not in them oh it's, it's now there's three of them, I think. S Club Three, yeah. Bradley, Ugh. the one who was in Big Brother, that blonde one, what's her well, face? Joe, yeah, racist Joe, right. and yeah. was it Tina? Oh, thank God! Like, there's no point of going. Like, would there be? If it wasn't, like, <laughs> I think that's one, it. Like, They're still going. One. It was a UK number eight, and it was an Irish number eleven. Is that it? Yeah, they don't. It. They don't seem like the sort of band that would have American appeal. Yeah, they've not gone over and got gone over there. Didn't go over to the. The down under either. So I guess I'll be hunting high and low. High, high, high. There's no end to the lens I'll go to. Aha! Aha! Hunting high and low remix. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I like this. Uh, I like the unremixed version. No, I just remember listening to this song and thinking, "Well, wow, didn't know Aha had other songs." It's <laughs> no take on me. Is it's it? not it's just not a take on me. Yeah, yeah. it's really very it's melancholy, isn't it? And Aha are one of those bands that seem to like. I think I was here that they've got like a really big following, but yeah, I've, never, listening. I've never met a fan. <laughs> <laughs> well. You, you'll see no because the big following will write in and complain so yeah. they say nice things well I'm not saying bad things I don't I fucking know I've heard on about two of their songs and I like Take On Me well, yeah but so this, uh, this was a bit dull yeah the remix was adding all the orchestral stuff so God knows what it was like before they added all that so what was it just the vocal and a tambourine <laughs> how, how did the chorus go remind me how it went do you remember Harry can you sing it hunting high and low yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Blue Peter did a making of the uh, music video. Well, how to make one? Uh, well, uh, uh, blue roll. This is how you make a. Here's what I made. Yeah. Mom, I need some egg cartons so I can make an aha video. Mom, I need a production assistant. <laughs> <laughs> a best boy and a gaffer. Is it taking back plastic and sellotape or is it something else? <laughs> <laughs> Mum, uh, can you put some blue tack under the cardboard so when I put the scissors through it, don't stab yourself? <laughs> what was the video like? <clears throat> um, he was sort of morphing into different animals. So he's like morphed into an eagle, a shark, 
and a lion. The morphing effects was mainly what the making of was about. Did they, he? They're not very good. Do anything when he morphed into them, or did he just just think? Well, no, then it was footage of an animal, so you know, like a real animal. Just just going about their everyday life. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't, yeah. It wasn't like he went... Well, unless, unless they knew they were being filmed and then they might have been like showing off a bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't like he turned into like a tiger and then like went and saved another tiger or something. Uh, or like he just sort of sat on his ass and licked, licked his nuts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it. And there's like a, a bit where it looks like the, the band are going around like a, one of them zoetrope things. Okay. With the slits, yeah. That's it. Sounds like a pretty shit video. Good yeah. episode of Blue Peter, though. Yeah. <laughs> Probably more interesting than the song. Yeah. You yeah, know, definitely. This is one of those sort of start really slow and like don't have anything. Don't even have bother having any drums. And then... Before I can feel it in the coming in there tonight. Do do a coming in the air tonight. Right? <laughs> yeah, do one of them. But it did all right. Sold half a million in France. Yeah, did well. Did we did all right in France? I think it was probably number, I think it was number one in France as well. Yeah, France. Uh, it was number twenty-five in New Zealand. Number twenty-five. Yep. It was a number four in Ireland, man. <laughs> 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 Just for they come and tell you. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> uh, num- number five in the UK. No, no America, no Canada. But it did crack the kid, mate. Just cracked it a little bit. Just like if you hit it on the top with a spoon. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Only yeah. cracked it a little bit. I thought yeah. in your current mood, you'd be like, oh, number one. Yeah, straight up. And uh, no, I made 33. Yeah, 33. I think that's probably fair play. Yeah. Not, not really that interesting, is it? No. Nice mm. one, Ken. And nothing The Simply Reds with Holding Back the Years. Oh, yeah. I never knew this song was by Simply Red. Yeah. I was listening to it. I was like, oh, Simply Red, is it? Who did you think it was? I don't know. I can't say I've heard it for a long time, so not really, you know, I don't really think about the song very much because it's a bit boring. Don't really like it that much. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as good as a roller coaster, is it? God, I fucking hate that song. It's still got his sort of, oh, yeah. He's still in his like baby face sort of phase. Couple, he? he hasn't got all like weird and craggy. Like, it must happen overnight or something. Because I just, like, you it's know, when he stops holding back the years, he suddenly, <laughs> yeah, he's suddenly aged about twenty years. He's got a portrait in his attic. It's getting <laughs> older and older. <laughs> now apparently, Huckers. there was some kind of parental divorce in the house or something like that, and mm. that's what this is about. Him dealing with that. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't think it was really about him trying to No, 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 no I'm just saying, I'm just saying. That's <laughs> oh, what it's about. Feel it. <laughs> Sometimes you caught him at the wrong moment, he'd look really weird, and you'd be like, oh, are you, are you, are you, are you look a bit ill, and you'd oh, nothing, don't worry about that, just don't worry about that, look at my big willy. What's Simply Red, like, were they the same band throughout? Or I think it was just Mick Hucknall and some other cunts. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like one of those bands where it's like Simply Red at his band and he just changes the people that are in it. Yeah. Or if is. they are like an actual band, just he gets all the spotlight because he's so cool. God, you would be annoyed, wouldn't you? I guess it depends what you want, really. Yeah. Because if you're making loads of money and then no one has no idea who you are, you can just walk around. Oh, yeah, because you would, you know, no he's, he's like the hate magnet drawing all of the hatred in for yeah. people for being a prick and no one's going to give you any grief. 
They say, oh, you're in a band, are you? Yeah, I'm in a band. What band are you in? Simply Red. Oh, well, that, well, that fucking Nick Harkin. Yeah, what prick. Yeah, I hate him. See you, mate. But John's number. There you go. See you later. <laughs> yeah, this is sort of like the uh, the ballad section of the album now, isn't it? Yeah. We're, in, into... We're going to slow things down now for a couple of numbers. Well, later on, we'll get to 80s hip-hop. <laughs> uh, he wrote, wrote most of this song when he was 17. Yeah, added to it later most of it yeah he didn't have the chorus what yeah. bit he didn't have the chorus yeah the chorus came later okay uh, he sort of co-wrote that with someone else I think Andrew Ridgely yeah, was there he was like it was Ridgely oh, let's have a listen to what you got <laughs> yes let's, let's get, mate if I added anything to that that would just like <laughs> don't over egg the pudding yeah. that's what I'm saying that's a good thing about Ridgely yeah he never over eggs no. any puddings no no it's a nice sort of rainy Sunday sort of jobby isn't it it's a nice vocal performance a bit, a bit like Here Comes the Rain again isn't it it's a bit sort of like that it's got that sort of languid like ooh, melancholy yeah it's just a bit it is a bit boring yeah <laughs> is that what you mean it's dull as fuck <laughs> no he said languid a posh word for boring yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've mean, not fucking Bill Shakespeare yeah so I'd just say it's boring as fuck I don't like Simply Red I don't think that's going to change what was his what was his deal what was his deal in the 90s that wasn't Fairground Fairground there's one before Uh, that that was even bigger yes that's the one Yeah, <laughs> my mum really liked that song. She I really think liked actually, my, like my mum. I remember all the adults really loved Fairground. And I was like, "What do you want?" Oh, that's so boring about adults. That's that's when my faith in adults died. <laughs> I always thought it was my parents' divorce, but I've just realised it was when they liked Simply Red. Is that what the, the divorce was over? Your dad was like, "No, Simply Red aren't good," and your mum was like, "Oh, they're great." Well, it's the well, story of this song, quite. isn't it? It's a divorce, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they, it was because they couldn't decide whether or not they thought their son was talented or not. Because he wrote that part of the song when he was 17, he played it to them. Yeah. yeah, he's going, no, it's not shit. Like, no, it's really try and encourage him. No, <laughs> got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to tell him what it is. His parents definitely had like a Simon Cow, you know, expected judge thing going on. That is a good parenting style. If I, you know, I become a parent, and they try that, I'll be like, right, it's a bit like good cop, bad cop. You've got to have one parent who's like, do you know what? Shit. Yeah, I remember Simon Cow. I can Simon Cow on the kid. Simon Cow on the kid. It's just being realistic, isn't it? It's just being honest. After every day, you can bring them up for judging and tell them how bad they've done. Uh, yeah, the like, video's fairly boring, too. It's, uh, it's sort of at the start, he falls off his bike, his mum picks him up and gives him a hug. His dad's all standing there rolling his eyes. You can see the tension there. It's telling you the story, and then he's walking about. Thinking, it's like what I said. Yeah, he's walking about, thinking about his childhood. That's about it, really. So does his mum picking him up off his bike as an adult, or is it like a child? Oh no, no, no it's like a kid. It's version. a kid version. Okay, in my head, it was like rubbish. <laughs> it's like a fully grown <laughs> Mick Huckner falling off his bike, and like, oh, fall off my bike. It's, it's a rubbish kid coming. as well because it's got like you should have like a little kid with curly ginger uh, hair, yeah, hair big funny ginger hair. It's just a normal oh, kid. He's like, no, get a normal. Kid, I'm just thinking like Sideshow <laughs> Bob kid yeah. version <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big, huge ginger curl, yeah. he did film a bit of it in Whitby Abbey which is uh, nice that's not up near Scarborough Whitby 
Yeah. Uh, this was actually re-released. It got, it got originally released a year earlier in the UK and only got to number 51. I guess that was before they did. Enough of me. Money's too tight to mention and became yeah. big or something. That's, yeah. We had that one a couple of hours ago, didn't we? Yeah. Oh yeah, and the 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 the and the and and we love doing that. Oh, can't get enough of them years holding them back. Get out of here in 1971. Uh, no, stay back. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Yeah. Okay, now. New Zealand, they said, yeah, it's not too bad, mate, but yeah, we've got our, own, got our own years to hold back. We can't be holding back any of your young lads coming over here with their years being held back. <laughs> I've been held back a year. <laughs> <laughs> number 40 mate number 40 number 40 yeah and in America they said hey, we all act like we've been held back a year <laughs> number one this got to number one in America yeah 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 and in the UK we said yeah he's one of our boys he's doing well in America fuck him number two yeah fuck him well done <laughs> David alright oh, boys uh, yeah I don't He's alright, that, that little lad. Yeah, it's a bit sad though. It's a bit sad in it. Number 16, mate. Because it's a bit too yeah. sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's about it's right. Probably about right, isn't it? It's First time, folks. We've got an unlisted track. This might be the only yeah. time that this happened. So, supposedly, this the following track was included on many copies, but not actually written in the track listing. It's almost like magic, isn't it? It's a kind of magic. <laughs> yeah, it's a kind of magic. It's the same kind of magic that keeps Highlander alive. Yeah. In case you didn't guess from our subtle hints, we've got Queen with. A kind of magic. That's strange. Why are they not yeah. putting a Queen song on? That's, uh, that's a normal Well, they song. are. Just someone forgot to type it out. Okay. Put it in. Because it should, you know. Uh, queen, mm. they're like the now, the now boys. You know, they're good. There are a lot now. When I see a Queen no. listed, I'm usually like, phew. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. this song does, does have been on the Highlander soundtrack, but in fact, Queen did the whole soundtrack to Highlander. Yeah. It's a good soundtrack. It's very 80s. Is that is Hammer to Fall on that? Or something a different... I, I don't know. Like that. That's a good one. But it was the first Highlander, not Highlander 2, The Quickening. Yeah. It's the first one. Simply read the soundtrack <laughs> for that. Yeah. So this was a Roger Taylor job, wasn't it? Yeah, with Even a little, think, little bit of polishing off by Freddie Mercury. Yeah, because I always think, you know, the Roger Taylor ones, they tend to be sort of quite... I always think they're Freddie's ones. Mm. But then I think that's like... He does have sort of a singer's point of view as well didn't he because he often like sings them ones himself yeah. when he like does his tours and shit he sang a couple in Queen didn't he well we'll say they yeah, yeah he what sang the lead yeah yeah and I love my car yeah I remember the, the car one because it's really fun right <laughs> um, this has kind of got all the different Queen things you could want it's got the Brian May yeah Sounds on the guitar. Yeah, Red Special. It's got, got a little bit of like little jazzy bass line in there. It's got Freddie singing. It's got Queen harmonies in there. Yeah. It's great. 
Yeah, it's a pretty good song. Yeah, it's not my favourite Queen. Fancy. It's not my favourite Queen, but it pisses all over most of the songs. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. It's uh, a shame that Queen are going to disappear, really. Oh, they'll be around for a while, yeah. Well, a few re-releases and that, yeah, but um, this was the last album that, that they toured. Their last tour was yeah, kind of magic. Yeah. Video's alright, it's just them having a bit of a play about, and it's got all the cartoon character kind mm-hmm. of magic guys, you know, you see them with the blue faces and stuff. They were made by Disney. Wow. Yeah. Freddie's sort of like, in his, he's got like a blue shirt on, though. So it's really weird, it looks like he's wearing his third kit. He's like a football <laughs> team. He's got to wear his third kit. <laughs> really weird. It didn't look right. He's not not a blue man. He's wearing he's blue. Like he's flamboyant. He should have red or yellow or something. One of the danger colours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like he's sort of like a cobra or something, isn't he? But this song's a bit more chill. You know, he's chill blue, blue chill. Yeah, but you don't know who to be wary of. You know, like John Deacon in his chunky sort of grey sweater. You know that he's sort of like a benign sort of bovine type creature, whereas Freddy is very much more predatory of a creature. Struts about in yellow, doesn't he? You know, yeah. stay away, stay away from striking distance. Oh no, I want to go up and party. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to be careful then. You got to, you got to stay out of range. Probably <laughs> <laughs> would be alright. I reckon he'd be a laugh. Yeah, he's fine. It's just he's he is a, essentially he's one of those he's a sort of predatory creature. <laughs> Deacon's more sort of like livestock. <laughs> <laughs> Matty, I don't know, he'd probably be someone, he'd be an animal that's bred for its fur. Oh, uh, he'd be like a badger, that's what he likes, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he likes be him, a good yeah. badger, no TV, just <laughs> yeah. a badger that watches the stars. Builds, <laughs> badger that builds his, his set out of, uh, out of an old fireplace yeah. with his dad. <laughs> so basically, you know, there are all these bums in a theatre, Freddie comes in dressed as the Phantom, he turns the bums who are like uh, the members of Queen into Queen and they play the song and then he turns them back into bums at the end was that with science? Uh, no it was with cartoon magic like cell shaded magic magic. on the screen yeah it was a kind of magic a kind of magic what kind? camera movie magic yeah it was and costumes because they had to dress Queen up like bums Huge bums, like asses, yeah. Big big bums. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, I hate this. (laughs) Wish someone would turn us into a band. (laughs) That's why Freddie turned them back. You like bums. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know about your bums <laughs> Whoa, what have I stumbled upon here <laughs> loads of bums Why <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh, is the UK number three oh, these fucking boys just can't catch a break yeah, they never get to number one do yeah. they well I can tell you that India Germany got number three in America, they said, hey, I bet that queen, that means queer or something, number 42. And then in Canada, they said, hey, we don't really like queen for some reason, number 64. Oh, a bit harsh, Canada. Yeah. New Zealand, they said, we'll sit right in the middle on the number 23. It's right there, right there in the middle. And uh, Kent, oh, mate, slightly different from New Zealand. <laughs> uh, number six. So yeah, top ten on the Kent, but yeah, you'd expect them to be sort of bigger hits, wouldn't you? Mm. Billy Ocean with "When the Going Gets Tough." Tough, tough get, get going. going. Tough, right, tough, everybody tough, at the back. Tough, 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 tough. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Martin, you, you should set this up seeing as you've already so fucking good, your admiration. It's got the bass. It's got Billy Ocean and his sweet 80s voice doing loads of sweet 80s singing that you don't get anymore. Oh, yeah, I wish more pe- good. I wish more people sang like that. Oh, I just really like it. It's got screaming sax solo. Video with Danny DeVito in it. Yeah. And yeah. Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah. because... And Kathleen Turner. Don't forget Kathleen Yeah, I never remember her name. Because it was the theme song for the Michael Douglas film. Was it Romance in the Stone or was it the sequel? No, it's the sequel. Jewel of the Nile. Jewel of the Nile, yeah. I uh, know, once again, I know those films. My mum really liked them. I remember them. Yeah, it's fucking great. I mean, I quite liked the voiceover uh, version of this. As well. yeah. yeah, it's also good. But that's yeah. just because Rhoda Keaton's voice is funny. But Billy Ashton's much better. Yeah, it's got a sweet bass. Well, it's got a saxophone solo as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's just got a lot of good hooks in it. I like a song where you know you don't just have bland verses and then the chorus is the hook. You've you've got all these other bits. Yeah, a good bridge, good verse, really sweet bass. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. It's, you know, I can't get. I always think about Boyzone. It makes me think about Boyzone. Yeah, yeah, but, but this Boyzone is better than the Boyzone version. I don't mind. And the Boyzone one's all right because Ronan, the way Ronan sings, yeah. Yeah, that does my head in. <laughs> that does my head in. Oh, Harry, life's a roller coaster. You just gotta ride it. <laughs> Same with Ronan. <laughs> Pleasure of the fairgrounds on the way. Okay, <laughs> that's not Ronan Key. <laughs> Taking my advice from Mick up. <laughs> I'll take it from Ronan but I'm not taking it from Hucknall it's yeah, much too big I, I, this one was written by Mutt Langer <laughs> what was it what, what was co-written by him yeah. I don't know that is he, he got a great he name produced those, Mutt uh, Langer yeah. he, wow. he produced those huge Death Leopard 80s albums oh right. nice and he was married to Shania Twain Shania Twain produced all of her very yeah. big selling country big producer. stuff did he do the only Death Leopard song I know When Love and Hate Collide no, he did. Okay. Do you not know like Pour that. Some Sugar on Me? He did that one. No. Do you know Pour Some Sugar on Me? What about Armageddon It? Or, uh, <laughs> no. Love Bites. Oh, know? I know that one. Love Bites. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. That one. But mainly, no. When love and hate collide. <laughs> it might be. Oh, that's good. I like that song. But who's bit? What else songs did Billy Ocean do? Because it's sort of like it's someone it? I'm aware of. But yeah, yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, I remember that. I like that one. Yeah, it's uh, not good. I wanted to write a sequel. To yeah, that but it doesn't Gow. remind me of anything shit. What about uh, Cars? <laughs> the <laughs> film. Song in my <laughs> the Pixar <laughs> film. It's a bit rubbish. <laughs> shit. Like, oh, the first one was a bit shit. Was it? Wasn't there a David Hasselhoff song about getting into his car or something? That was really bad in over a few years ago. Oh, yeah. We had a funny video. Do you want to hear some charts? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, in Canada, they said, oh, we love the ocean. It's fucking cold up here, Willow. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Yeah, good work. In the Ireland, they said, we got ocean all around us. We especially like Billy Ocean. Number one. New Zealand, they said, yeah, we've got, well, we've got loads of ocean as well, but we've got our own bloody ocean. Number three, mate. Try harder. Try harder, mate. <clears throat> in America, they say, well, boy, when the going gets tough, America gets going. That's what we like to say, because we're patriotic. Number two. Number two. Nice. Yeah. Good work. UK, number one. Oh, Billy. He's British, though, isn't he? Oh, we Billy. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's British. I just assumed he's American. Yeah. David, what did you think of this one? I bloody loved it, mate. Yeah. I love going getting tough and yeah. stuff. Getting the outback. Yeah, go down there, yellow snakes, stay away, big cows, it's 
It's absolutely fine. Number one. Fuck yeah, see? Even Kent knows. Harry's wrong. <laughs> Kent's right. Kent's right. Yeah. This is a banger. This is probably like, you know, in my top five songs we've listened to on All The Now so far. It's up there with the Eurythmics. Well, how does it measure up to Set Me Free by Jackie Graham, our next next hit? This song's disappointing because it's not Entrance. (laughs) (laughs) But this song, I can't even really remember. She says Set Me Free a lot because I looked at the lyrics. How does it go again? Does anyone remember? It's got good chords. Set me free, set me free, set me free, set me free, Send me free. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Writes itself. Yeah, it's a bit rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> I haven't really got much to say other than I didn't really like it. Who's Jackie Graham anyway? We've had her a few times. What's she on the telly for? I didn't mind like the stabby synths where it like, does that sort of... It's got some sort of key changey bits in there. But yeah, it's all right, isn't it? She's, good, she's a good singer. But you know, it's not a great song for her to sing, is it? No. Nothing. And not a boring chorus, isn't it? I like a chorus to have bits. I don't like the same like three words over and over same, again. Same words. That's yeah. what you get out of disco, though. It's always something like that, isn't it? It's like, oh, pump, pump me good. And <laughs> <laughs> pump me good. Pump me good. Oh, pump me good. We've got pump to write good, that. Pump me like good. Pump so you get like two verses, and then you get like the chorus for like two and a half minutes. That's disco, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, disco is fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and so is this song. Saxophone yeah, solo, though. Yeah, Saxophone. Yeah, but it isn't as good as the last saxophone solo we just had. Yeah. It was played by Danny DeVito. Uh, yeah, made a little bit of a splash in America. Got got number 15 in the dance singles. As, yeah, if you, in the dance, you yeah. have the actual yeah. charts. Getting, getting in the clubs, though, that's a good, you know, you can do alright in America just being in the clubs yeah the club scene back then I guess what year are we on now 86 86 yeah oh, huh? the year I was born um, I was born first were the, were the club kids around by then well yeah because there's like a club play charts so there must have been enough club like for the club scene I guess it was a thing it was right? more like a disco tech wasn't it I just watched some documentaries about the club kids recently so I'm just like, oh yeah I've been around then yeah I was an Irish number 21 and British number 7 and that's it yeah that's your lot yeah that's your lot for Jackie wow good so disco only seems to be like a a big deal in America and the UK and not the rest of the English speaking world Wasn't that great? Jackie Graham set me free. Uh, I have to say, right now, my dancing shoes are all worn out from dancing to that number. <laughs> no, I need I need some, not new shoes, but new shoes. New yeah. shoes. 
Hey, you got some fucking new shoes. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to so talk this, about this song. This is a remix as well. Yep. And new shoes. There's also done remixes for Madonna, Heavy D, Maxi Priest, and Little Sean. Who is New Shoes? Some people looked at a song. Yeah. I can't remember how it goes. Well, no, but isn't that the guy that remixed it? What he's done? Oh, I thought it was someone in New Shoes. No, because I think no, because it's a Dutch guy that remixed Uh, it, and it's actually called the Dutch Remix. Was known as the Dutch Remix, and that's the one that was a big hit. And their version wasn't a big hit. Bit of a tequila Terrorvision Fatboy Slim situation. This was nominated for a Grammy, though. Really? How does it go? Uh, it's that one, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately so. I can't wait. I can't wait. It passed me by. I did it. Oh, it's got like that awesome sort of hook and all that. But then I was like, oh, there isn't that much more to this song other than that awesome, really cool sounding hook. I guess that's probably because it's a remix. Just do a little bit. Repeat it a few times, make yeah. some money. I'd say it's got a pretty fucking mental video. Tell us about the video. Some then. really good like 3D modelling in there. Um, it's sort of her sitting at a desk in the desert and she's got all these like tools out and different things and then all this like computer graphics keeps coming over the thing. She's got like two teapots stuck together and she like lifts them up and they turn into a crazy wireframe thing and start spinning. It's like for the 80s, it's pretty clever. Like, you know... Some, Yes, they got a big. Bu- I don't know how they got such a big budget to do their video. They had a real problem in the eighties with um, just computer graphics turning up and causing trouble. You'd just be walking down the street, you know, minding your own business, and suddenly, like, some computer graphics would come along, and suddenly, like, part of your body see through, like, in its raining man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Not that much to say about it, really. <laughs> no, I think the highlight of this is their funny name. Yeah. New shoes, new shoes, yeah. and the video. We like new shoes in America. Uh, number three, boy. And then again, they really love new shoes. We love new shoes. We have to get to the new shoes because we. It's cold. <laughs> number one. Fucking hell. Yeah. New Zealand. They said, "Yeah, we we're pretty fond of shoes ourselves." Uh, number three. That was a big flash yeah, what was through that? the window. Oh, it's probably like a car door. You know, flashing. No, it was the mate's video graphic. People were like, paparazzi are trying to take pictures of us through the window. <laughs> uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, UK number two. And uh, Kent, I didn't quite like it as much as all you buggers. <laughs> number 11, you fuckers. I think that's even too much, Kent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it like an 85. Well, he's down marked them from everyone else. Yeah, I know. But usually he's the voice, you know, really sensible. Yeah. But he's a bit hit and miss these days. Don't know what's up with him in his personal life. Something mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, there's no more new shoes anymore. No That's more. their last appearance. Well, once they bring out a second single, they're not new anymore. So they kind of fuck themselves up yeah. and stitch themselves up, don't they? Used shoes. Me and Howie G, we're going to take you out. We're going to show you what a party people's all about. We're going to rock from the night to the afternoon. We're going to bang, zoom, take you to the moon. All this, I ain't pushing no moon buttons. Get busy. Girl, let's go. 
the real Roxanne with Shit. Hitman Howie. The real T. Roxanne. No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of his name. That's part of his name. Yeah, the is. real Roxanne with Hitman Howie T. Open brackets, bang, zoom, close brackets. Let's go, go. Yeah. Two goes. Nice. Cool. Well, another needless repetition. For the eighties, she she rapped quite quick. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting yeah. a bit more. Well, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get so to that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His style of rapping because I know that's your favourite. The, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eighty slow rap, but rapping about how fast you are. <laughs> rapping at the speed of light. I'm out of sight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we'll she was that. actually doing it quite quick. I was like, oh, was good. Did, could people actually do quick rap back then? Yeah. Well, the fake rock could. The real rock could. Yeah. We've got some crazy samples, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, Bugs Bunny and other, other stuff. Oh, yeah, the Wabbit thing at the end. Yeah. 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 So this is mainly about sort of like, like having a gig, but there's no one really there, but they don't care sort of thing. Oh, they could have written it for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, are you going to talk about the Roxanne Wars and that this song was a part of I didn't know about the Roxanne Wars it's a well known series of hip hop rivalries during the mid 80s yielding perhaps the most answer records in history wow oh yes it arose from a dispute over a failed appearance at a radio promotional show the two Roxannes in question Roxanne Shantae and the real Roxanne stay the real Roxanne is in this you know this song but she's not even the first the real Roxanne apparently she stood in for someone else and became the real real Roxanne wow. um, so basically yeah what was it Hip Hop Trio UTFO produced this song Full Force with this Roxanne chick on it oh it's a B-side Roxanne about a woman who would not respond to their advances and then the, someone called Roxanne Shantae did an answer record and then they then it all sort of blew up from there and there was like literally well, anywhere from between 30 to 100 answer records what? to Roxanne. And this is one of them. What? This is one of the answer records. Okay. Yeah, bloody hell. I thought Ice yeah. Cube was the first one to do a badass answer song. Obviously, it's older than that. You've got uh, I'm Little Roxanne. Ice Cube with the got diss track. Yo, My Little Sister, Ro- Roxanne's Brothers. And what about that? Rapping Roxy by Roxanne's sister. Uh, Ice Roxanne. Roxanne's a man. The untold story. Final chapter. Wow, that sounds like a good one. (laughs) And then finally, the final word. No more Roxanne, please. By the East Coast crew, which is telling them all, like, just stop doing it now. Oh, brilliant. uh, I I work for the the local mental health trust. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, which has hundreds and hundreds of employees Roxanne's. and uh, <laughs> occasionally an email will go round to everyone and then like people will, will reply all instead of just replying so they'll reply all going I don't need to see this email and then you get people replying all to say stop replying all people get really angry oh, yeah. <laughs> stop replying all that's what it makes you think of stop doing songs about Roxanne <laughs> So yeah, this was partly our Roxanne Wars. Oh, Roxanne Wars. Wars. Yeah. oh, I never knew. My life is so rich by doing this podcast. Yeah, I might have no video for this one, but they did appear on Top of the Pops. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. And this was a bigger hit in in Britain than it was in America, even though I don't think we really had the Roxanne Wars over That's here. That's because we liked the real Roxanne, but in America they liked Roxanne Chante. Yeah, yeah. Roxanne Chante today. <laughs> um, so, you know, that, that's the thing as well. Yeah, this didn't chart. It didn't get into the Hot 100. It did get up to 24 in the R&B and hip-hop charts. 
A UK number 11. Wow. Why yeah. do you like it so much over here? We love hip-hop. We loved this hip-hop and stuff, didn't we? They've all been like quite big hits, all the hip-hop ones we've had so far. I thought America would have been the place for hip-hop. Yeah, but we were embracing it, weren't we? Yeah, we are pretty G. Yeah, it? yeah. yeah. It's pretty, pretty, pretty cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool guys. <laughs> so we won't be seeing any more of the real Roxanne or Howie T, no. unfortunately. That's, oh, that's their only, only one. Shame. There was a girl at the bar. She was looking fine, but she turned out to be the bride Frankenstein. It's happening in video now. Come on, girl. We're going, we're going straight to... We're going to take a visit. <laughs> now it's time for love, bug, starsky, Amityville, the house on the hill. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is this? Yeah. It's a tie-in. It's another... We had a lot of film tie-ins here. We had uh, Billy Ocean, that one. We had one tie-in into the Highlander. But it, yeah, this is Lovebug Starsky. Yeah, really. Death name. Watch, he's dead. Oh, is he? He died of a heart attack in LA February 8th, 2018. Oh, wow, really recently. Oh. At the age of 57, while moving speakers out of storage into his apartment. Oh. But yeah, this is a lot more of your kind of like, like you were saying before, repping faster than like. Everybody knows my jam's alright. Yeah, kind of thing. Oh, he's got this. this no one's brilliant. faster than me. I'm fastest <laughs> MC. <laughs> Love bug style is more like you have to emphasize a few of the words and then go like that. <laughs> it's really like emphasizes. Yeah, I think he's trying to do like the sort of um, Beastie Boys. You but know, he's like, but he's, yeah, he's only got he's one, got one voice, so he can't get like, the other two to like say every like. And he can't be bothered to just double yeah. it up in the studio. No, no. We've got two bits. He's like, I'll just do it. I'll do it live, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's more sort of like a cheerleader, isn't he? Yeah, it's but, a um, pretty bad song, really. Yeah. I thought that last one I was like oh this is some pretty bad 80s hip hop and then this came and I was like actually the last one was quite good it's got some <laughs> weird samples and shit in it yeah right, um, it? I like the <laughs> robot voice that was alright does it have any bear- relevance to the, the film though I didn't no I don't think it does no, no it's just sort of a, a, you know inspired by the Amityville horror uh, his real name's Kevin Smith and he's one of the uh, people who claims to have come up with the phrase hip hop Oh, wow, really? Him, him and a member of the Sugar Hill Gang, I think it was, were like improvising together at a party, and they did like a call and response where they said hip hop, hip hop. It was someone that was about to go away from the army, or, or they'd just come back from the army, and they were having a party for them, and uh, they reckon that was the first time anyone had said hip hop. No, I'm the guy who invented hip hop. I'm not. Gone, yeah, that? and like if someone had said like, "Oh, I've just had a hip hop," he said, "What? Well, you just had a hip hop?" No, no I've had hip hop. No, no, no. That would have been going on way before hip hop. Hip hop, hip hop <laughs> is comes from it was invented in the chip shop, and they oh, dropped yeah. the C and the S to oh. make hip hop. That's how it was invented. <laughs> this is another one with no video. Just sort of got a live thing of him record, re- weird. recording it, <laughs> doing it live. Rappers don't don't have videos. Yeah, but you think you'd put in some clips from the film to capitalise on the tie-in. But he's, he's a showman. He's dancing about. It's not. It some. It's not to do with an Amityville film. No, that's no. not. Why? Why is he doing it then? 
You know, it's uh, like uh, when Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff did the song uh, Nightmare on My Street, which was all like Nightmare on Elm Street. That wasn't for the film. Yeah. He's just, just interested in yeah, it. Yeah, they just liked the film. They were just like, yeah, I'll rap about that. Fair enough. People do a song about Margaret Thatcher. It doesn't mean they're in like they were in the Tory cabinet in the eighties. No, but oh, like, I know her. I know her really. I've worked alongside her. So and I'm the song Breakfast to write. at Tiffany's. That song's uh, clips of Breakfast at Tiffany's in the video. Well, it should have done. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. It was perfect as it is. Well, I don't know what the video for that particular is. Well, they just, something well, they just like, stood outside on some grass playing or something. Else. Probably. <laughs> uh, UK number twelve. Sit. Don't even know if it was a hit in America where he's from. Yeah, they're not they're not down with the hip hop like us Brits. <laughs> yeah. This is only entry into the now series for uh, Lovebug. No. Well, I do like these hip hop sections at the end though. Yeah, like, it's so interesting, like Yeah, I just got to this, I was like, wow, we've got like all of the fucking samples and hip hop at the end mm. now. That's that's a new thing. Yeah. Well uh Lovebug Starsky might not have made the headlines, but here's someone who did Midnight Star. Midnight yeah. Star. Headlines. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty bad song, but it's quite catchy. As you can tell, as I walked in here today, I was Headlines. <laughs> I imagine he could be sort of driving along at night and put this song on. Headlines. Headlines. Fuck, I haven't got my headlights. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a crushing satire on uh, tabloid news and, and the red tops, you know, yeah. about, about how they make one part of the text a bit bigger than the rest and they put that and they try and get your attention by putting a one line summary of the whole article on there I won't stand for it what would you rather do have to sort of crane in and read some actual details yeah yeah I think I think it encourages people to make snap judgments yeah yeah and I think Midnight Star would agree yeah do you think that was what they were going <laughs> that's what they were going for <laughs> Well, you know, it's a groove, in it? And it's sort of... Okay, it's, it's a groove. a little bit sort of hip-hoppy and funky. And yeah. Got a little bit of lady rapping on there. Yeah. That's because yeah. we're in the hip-hop section. Yeah. <laughs> Just is, isn't it? It sort of exists. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, you know. I don't really know what I liked about it, or... I just got the bit headlines it's like my head but it's another chorus where it's just them saying that really yeah tell me a story with your chorus you know you like headlines really good I like them a lot yeah in hood Stacey's mum has got it going on you see give me yeah. information give me information yeah oh busted year 3000 that tells you everything that's got loads of information yeah yeah, in the chorus. yeah hostess I like the way you dress you know yeah and they don't patronise you either <laughs> I assume that you'll remember that, that it's like really far in the future yeah could you unpatron I've always thought busted very unpatronising yeah. <laughs> yeah so are there any charts for Midnight Star uh, yep yeah. there's a number 69 for the US of A got to number 3 on the R&B jobbies in the USA so it's not bad is it yeah I could get number 3 on the fucking R&B jobbies in the 1980s yeah yeah, yeah. probably could yeah UK number 16 so top 20 for the old Midnight Star we love it yeah that's, that's all of them is it yeah that's it ah, well
Yeah. You and me tonight. Yeah. You and me tonight. According to Wikipedia, they'd already changed their name by now. Oh. By the time they released this. The Aura. No, they were Deja, as in Deja Vu, but without the Vu. You can't, you can't have Deja Vu without a Vu. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, yeah, of course it does. No, but it's like it half a phrase. Never, doesn't it? Or, no, twice. Yeah, so it means yeah, twice. But yeah, but it's... <laughs> well, looking at this here, it says Teddy Riley produced some of their later songs, so I hope we get some more, because I like Teddy Riley. Oh, yeah. He's all right. Uh, these, it's Kurt Jones and Starlina Young. Yeah, I just read that name. Starlina Young. Yeah. That's like the best name since Jetty Wheels, that is. Or yeah. what was the Mutt guy that we had earlier? Mutt, Mutt Lang. Mutt Langer, yeah, that's a fucking good name. Yeah, like and this sort of, sort of tells the story of a man who's trying to get back in a lady's life and she's saying, no, you've hurt me too much, mate, too many times before, I'm really, not really interested. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing it's got a story, really, isn't it? Because, like, musically, there's not a great deal. I can't remember no. what goes. Nah, it's pretty boring. Really. Yep. That's why they need Teddy Riley up on that shit to give them some new, new Jack Swing flavour. Yeah. <laughs> US R&B number six. It's number 71 on the Hot 100. And uh, number 12 in the UK. But what the fuck? Why? Yeah. Why? How are all these songs getting so big in the UK? With the light else on. Don't know. Uh, no more Aura. No more Midnight Star. Any Deja? Oh, I didn't check. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> well, I hope we do. I want to hear them. Oh, yeah, you want to hear your... I want to hear Teddy Riley because it says 1989 Teddy, Teddy did well, so. Give it a couple of years. We might get him again, hopefully. Mm. We're going to close out this disc with a lovely duet between Patty LaBelle yeah. and Michael Trevor McDonald <laughs> on my, on my own. own. Written and produced. On my own. <laughs> it's just a bit of a, like, I like a duet uh, to spark, you know, like uh, when Eternal duetted, well, I don't know if it's a duet, if you take Eternal as a, as a single entity, when they duetted with BB Winans and gave us... I want to be the only one. Oh, That's what I want from you. I don't need this saccharin. Like, it's, it's what, like the third knockoff of Endless Love that yeah. we've had so this, far? Yeah. This seems to be the thing now. It's like to close out every now, they just put on a rip-up of uh, Endless Love. <laughs> There's been quite a few of them. Uh, it's just really fucking cheesy, isn't it? Yeah. Just put Endless Love on the end of everyone. Endless Love's all right. It's well, the biggest hit single ever for both singers. Really? Yeah. Matty LaBelle's like someone I know the name, but yeah. I don't really know who she is. So, yeah. So singer, yeah. yeah. Uh, video's like proper split screen, like one single on one side and one on yeah. the other. And they're on different coasts of America, apparently, which is supposed to become more apparent towards the end of the video. But I was getting really bored by then, so we <laughs> took it in. In Canada, they said, we bloody fucking love it! Number one. They said, yeah, we like these uh, on, my, on my own. So you can get, get, go on your own in New Zealand because it's a lot of countryside and stuff. UK, number two. Went fucking gold. Gold? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jesus. And in America, a number fucking one. One. Yeah. Fucked what? Yeah, I don't understand music charts. Yeah. I'm just gonna say I don't understand music. I'm like, you're wrong, wrong fucking podcast, Matt. And if you don't understand music, we should get someone in who just doesn't understand music. What did you think of this? It was just some kind of noise, <laughs> some of it repeated. I, I don't really know what that was about. 
Kent, just before you go, mate, give us some fucking perspective. Just give us some perspective on this. All right, all right boys, I'll, uh, I'll sort you out. Yeah, it's a number 12, isn't it? I don't know what everyone else is talking about. Thanks. 12, I'm being, I'm being generous. So that was the now that was. Uh, <laughs> do you remember uh, how to? I used to say at the end, and that's how for now. Yeah. Oh, well, that's too. now that's for now. <laughs> that was then, this is now. It's a monkey song. What if now seven is going to go into your... That's what I call mine. Oh, let's have a look at the list. I can remember what was on the first one as well. Not... There's not much. Uh, Sledgehammer. Yes, please. Uh, Pet Shop Boys I've put in there, because I have already put something. Which one was that? I've got the brains. you got fun. Let's right. make lots of money. I didn't put Lady in Red in at the end, but I still don't think it's as bad as everyone says it is. House Martins, Happy Hour. Yes. Yeah. You wouldn't have uh, Sly Fox in there? No. Aww. <laughs> oh. You can have it in yours. I bet you're going to put fucking Stan Ridgeway in there, though, aren't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much off this on it. I did put in Spirit in the Sky. It's all right. I quite like that. And I put in... I probably put in Kind of Magic, but it wasn't on there. Perhaps I'll get that separately and put it in my list. Yeah. When the going gets tough, of course. And that is my lot. Why is it sparse? Yeah. Sparse one. <clears throat> but my, my playlist is up to, like, 50 songs, maybe even more, 60 now. Of I was wondering if... A if potential, what's 7 times 30? <laughs> once we get to 100... A couple of 100? You could pick one from each now and, you know, that would be the definitive 100. So right. what have we got left? A bit of... <coughs> VHS. VHS? Yes. Right, so, on VHS we had three songs that didn't don't appear on any other now. So if you want them, you better get the VHS version of uh, Now 7. Or just buy those songs separately on iTunes. Can I get it on Betamax? What does VHS stand for? Versatile... Uh, I don't know. Versatile Harry System. Is it even that? (laughs) I don't know what it is. Video, video, hidden symbolism. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just looked at what it actually stands for. Do you actually know what it stands for? No, I don't. Video home system. Video home system. Yeah, that's what it says. Video home video system. <laughs> the home, Stupid. the video home system is a standard for consumer level analog video recording on tape cassettes. <laughs> Culture Club with Move Away. Uh, Did they? Culture Club. Are they still going? I thought we'd seen the end of them. No, no, they're still about. It's not the most exciting Culture Club song. I can't remember how it goes. George's voice is really bad on it. It's like, oh. It's not very good on any song, really. No, but it gets great quite a lot. Oh, yeah, it's just sort of he's in a theatre. The band are sort of posters outside the theatre, all superimposed on there. And George is looking quite sort of normal looking. He's just wearing a suit. He ain't got all yeah. stuff in his hair and, you know, it's a bit less makeup. It's a bit bit rubbish, really. I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to dress up for the part. What are you, what are you doing, mate? Yeah. And I the video's not that interesting. I suppose they thought, like, the superimposing thing was really clever. Like, having them all on posters and stuff. And I think they put them into, like, a 50... Like, an old film where, like, George and the drummer go, like, crashing cars into each other. Because they always have to do something about them in their videos. they hate each other. But they love each other. Yeah. And, yeah, obviously UK number seven. 
Top 10 Australia number 10, Canadian number 4, Ireland number 6, New Zealand number 16 and USA 12. So top 20 everywhere. So it's still the, pretty good hit. Didn't make the full now. No. What no. I only thought the it video was interesting enough. You've got to have some, some video exclusives. Yeah. Boys, um, going to buy it. Now, this one's good. I like this one. Right, you're right. Zig Sputnik love, love Missile F111 oh yeah Zig yeah. Sputnik yeah. they had some very that's a good big name. hair that's a good yeah. name for a band and a song can you say the song name again please Love Missile F111 yes that is good <laughs> yeah that's just fucking mental vocal effects all the time like constantly loads of samples constantly electronic shit going on everywhere it was really weird but good like you know yeah, interesting good interesting a lot of Cold War images and shit in the video they're pretty out there it was fame fame and war they were like being juxtaposed in the video in sort of like some sort of social commentary some sort um, of they're sort of they're more like a kind of electro punky sort of band than anything new wave I think because they're a bit more sort of difficult to not very poppy weird and interesting could want to seek out I think especially you know watch it with the video and that Okay. Uh, Irish number three, New Zealand number 21, UK number three. So pretty big hit in, in the UK. A uh, little bit of an impact on the US dance scene too. And um, for some reason was number one in Spain. They really liked weird vocal, sampley, nutty, electronic shit. They love that. But that is, yeah, no, we don't, we're not going to see them on a proper now or anything. That's is their only appearance. Another person whose only appearance is Samantha Fox. Oh, Sexy sound. Do you, do you want to please me? Hey, that sounds like a sort of raunchy kind of vaudeville sort of sexy song in it now it's like a rock chick song she's yeah. trying to be a rock chick in this one oh. um, and it's all just a bit weird on this one point where she like in the video she stands on she's like she's demonstrating how strong she is this like big big roadie's trying to pick up like sort of drops his road case and goes to pick it up but she stands on it and he can't pick it up because she's so strong but the problem is she doesn't stand on a road case she stands on a spanner and he can't pick it up and he's like oh can't pick the spanner up and then she let, let, lets go and he picks up a road case and walks off with it it doesn't make any sense is she standing on a road case or a spanner or is there a spanner protruding from the road case that she stands on that stops him being able to pick it up so that's impressive if she's just stood on a spanner that's poked outside and that stops him picking it up yeah well it's more impressive if she stood on a spanner and it stopped him from picking a road case up because like that means she's got sort of or it's more impressive if her standing on a spanner turned it into a road case that's the kind of magic that's how sexy she is she can she yeah she is a spanner because she makes my nuts tight and Oh my god. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> UK number 10, Australia number 18 on the Kent, Canada number 39 on the RPM, New Zealand on the 29 on the New Zealand recorded music. Yeah. 
And they're number 87 in the Hot 100. Was it uh, Sam Fox who said, touch me, touch me. It was. It was. Yeah, it's just like, well, what can we do with her? She's she models. Let's do a song that was sex. The only notable thing about this song is the hilarious dive bomby guitar solo where like every note is a fucking weird sort of slide fucking thing. Yeah, that was interesting. And that's it for VHS. Hi guys, thanks for listening. You can find us online on the socials. Twitter and Instagram at NWT underscore podcast. Thanks guys. <laughs> See, it was good. Let's have a look. Let's have a look.